Thank you for joining us again here at Homeland, the podcast. And if you just found us, welcome. My name is Frank Foreman. I'm the host of this podcast and chapter lead for the Naval Postgraduate School's Center for Homeland Defense and Security, Southern California Regional Alumni Chapter. Our mission is to bring you yesterday's pioneers, today's leaders, and tomorrow's visionaries within the realm of Homeland Security. In episode five, we interviewed Philip Osborne about cyber hygiene. That episode kicked off our first show dedicated to you, the Homeland Security Practitioner. For many of our listeners, your efforts at work and home dominate your time, while the most important person is often overlooked, you. Today's episode is the second show dedicated to you and centers on your personal health and fitness. Our guest is one of the top Pilates and fitness instructors, Mr. John Gary. John has been involved within the fitness industry his entire life, starting long before he attended New York University, where he received his master's degree in physical education and continuing throughout his career. John has traveled across the globe to train instructors from the very basics to advanced techniques within Pilates and other areas of fitness. He operates a Pilates and fitness center in Long Beach, California, and has the online fitness platform, John Gary TV. So let's welcome John Gary. Welcome, John, and thank you for joining us here today. Um, before we get started, I just wanted to ask you um, to tell us a little about who you are and what sort of guided or triggered you into uh, the lifestyle you've chosen. Uh, well, thank you, first of all, for, for having me. I'm really uh, honored to be, to be asked, and I hope that I can uh, give some knowledge that I've gained over the years. I have a master's degree in physical education from New York University. I've been working in the fitness industry my whole adult life and part of the fitness movement since I was a little kid. And, it, you know, it really started with, with my dad. He was a Marine and uh, raised me as a little Marine, <laughs> really. So a lot of what I remember growing up was before I'd go to bed, my dad would have me do, this was when I was like like seven, eight years old, <laughs> would have me do push-ups and sit-ups and pull-ups. He would count. And if it wasn't a perfect repetition, he would stay on that number. And it was really fun for me. I don't know why, but I absolutely loved it. It really taught me the importance of doing things correctly. And it also taught me a love for physical activity. And that's really carried through my entire life. I tried every single sport I think you can possibly try. And I'm not tall. I'm the opposite of tall. So <laughs> most of the typical sports didn't really work for me because I wanted to be really good at whatever it was I did. What always was really worked for me, no matter, you know, because I don't think it matters your size, was, you know, kind of more gymnastic-y things, body weight movement, calisthenics. That kind of has stayed with me my whole life as well. That's my favorite way to work out. But I'm really a, an exercise junkie, and I always have been. I love everything. I love working with machines. I love working with weights. I love working with whatever it is. And so over the years, I've done a lot of different things. I've taught group fitness. I've, I've been a personal trainer. I started doing Pilates, which is a huge part of what I do now in the early 90s. Just kind of fell into it because I was trying to gain flexibility. And one of my clients that I was training at the time told me about Pilates. And so I went and checked it out. And I actually, I really fell in love with it because what I found was 
the guy who created it was named Joseph Pilates. Um, and the system really was developed for athletes. He worked with boxers and all kinds of things before he, before he moved to New York City in the 60s. And then it became really popular in the dance community because he actually opened his studio above a famous dance center. And that's why I think over the years, uh, it became more and more known as kind of a women's workout. And if you do the work, it's super challenging. Like I said, he worked originally with boxers and all kinds of different athletes. So uh, it really attracted me. I liked the system and everything else I was doing when I was doing Pilates got better. So I knew that there was a lot to it. And so that kind of drove me to open my studio in Long Beach and become an education center. We train instructors on how to teach Pilates, but fitness is a huge part of who I am. So we kind of expanded that business. We're in the marketplace in Long Beach, California, and we expanded it over the years. There's everything there. There's cycling, there's uh, personal training, there's Pilates, there's trampoline. I mean, like I said, I'm a, I love everything. That's kind of reflected in the business. I travel around the world and I teach instructors the basics of Pilates all the way through really advanced techniques and actually how to combine the traditional worlds of fitness and Pilates. And a few years ago, I started an online business. And that's where now most of my time is spent is creating content for that online fitness and Pilates uh, subscription business. So that's me. That's, that's who I am. And that's how I got here, basically. I really appreciate your studio, actually, because I've had the opportunity to work out there. And other than trampoline, I think just about everything else is pretty great there. The uh, tra <laughs> trampoline causes a little bit of backache for me. Yeah, it's harder than it looks. Not every exercise is for every person. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of exercise, rather than just working from an assumption that exercise is really good for you or for all of us, would you explain why you feel exercise is beneficial? Absolutely. I think that, uh, you know, we were made to move. And you look at human history, until the modern era, people were not sitting at desks all day. They were moving, they were hunting, they were looking for food, they were doing things to survive. And our bodies are made that way. We're made to move, we're made not to be sitting around all the time. I think that the way that we've kind of developed intellectually and in what we do for work ends up being in conflict with what our bodies need exercise provides that for you. And it doesn't take a lot to bring your body into a healthy state, but it does take consistency. When you move, you move things around your body and you move nutrients where they need to go and you move waste away from, uh, away from where it shouldn't be. You know, the key to exercise really is making sure that you're getting movement in all directions. There's a lot more that, that goes along with health than exercise, but when you talk about the human body itself, it needs movement, it needs to be challenged, and then it needs recovery. Those components are really important for us to maintain health and fitness. That's why I think it's really important is because if you're sitting for long periods of time and you're not giving your body the opportunity to move through proper exercise, it's detrimental to your health. Uh, I, I lived that for quite some time, the uh, four years in one position and putting on about 47 pounds over that time period. Uh, fortunately, over the last several months, I've been able to drop that, which has been 
great, and mostly to uh, both the fitness aspect, uh, but also what you mentioned about it, uh, health is much more than fitness is also my diet. A lot of people, like myself, uh, had worked out a lot when I was younger, involved with a lot of different physical activities all the time. When moving into the homeland world or the realm of, of what we are dealing with, I uh, started getting really busy and my working out stopped. A lot of other people, their working out stopped. There's a lot of people who are in the homeland world that rarely worked out or maybe never have worked out. Uh, what are some of your thoughts on maybe how, how to bring them into a life uh, that includes fitness? Yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, congratulations, because it is a lot of work to go from you know where you were to where you are now, and that's that's really admirable. And uh, thank you. Um, that's it's great to hear. You hit the nail on the head when you said that you had to get your diet under control. There's different components of being fit or being healthy, and one of them is being at the proper weight for your height. That cannot change without focus on your diet. That's ninety percent of your weight is diet because it's, you know, it's what you're putting in your body. You can't exercise away a bad diet. So you can gain things from exercising when you're eating unhealthily, for sure. It's better than not exercising. But if you're trying to get to a healthy weight, you need to really focus on what you're eating. So that's a huge part of it. There are definitely a lot of people, and I think this is kind of where we are in, in this day and age, but a lot of people want, they want everything right now. You were saying that you put on weight over time. And I think that's, that's typically how it happens. You know, you don't, you don't even kind of realize that it's kind of creeping up on you. And then all of a sudden you realize you're not fitting in your clothes or all kinds of things that we notice when we're gaining weight. What happens is you want to, you know, okay, I'm going to go on this extreme diet for a week and just drop the weight. It's possible to lose a lot of weight in a little amount of time. It's typically not possible to keep that weight off because you can't sustain that diet and you haven't really learned how to manage your nutrition properly. So um, in terms of weight gain, for those who are trying to, who are trying to lose weight, first thing is um, it's it's 90% or more of what you're eating. So you have to look at how do you make changes in your diet that, that are healthy and that actually you can sustain. I think that's key. And, and it's going to be a little different for everyone. There are lots of really good nutrition plans out there. I won't call them diets because nobody likes to go on a diet. Um, but there's lots of really good healthy nutrition plans out there. And it really has to be something that you know, you're, you're actually going to enjoy the food. There's nothing wrong with enjoying your food. You don't have to hate your food in order to be healthy. And also, you need to know what your caloric needs are because it's really a simple formula. What you put into your body in terms of calories has to be less than what you're burning throughout the day. So you have to figure out what your caloric needs are for the day and meet them. And then also you have to provide yourself with the right kind of nutrition. So you need to make sure that you're getting all the nutrients that you need. And they come from three sources and you, you need to get them from all three sources. They're all important. You can't just cut out fats. You can't just cut out carbs and you can't just eat all protein. It needs to be a combination of those things. Your body thrives on that. So you have to find the right combination for you. And once you get, once you realize that, 
the fitness part is great because it's going to add, it's going to give you that edge. You know, maybe it's 10% more or faster that you're going to lose the weight if you're doing a proper exercise program. And again, the way that you exercise can help you maintain a good weight. It can also help you to look better. It will help you feel better for those of us. And I'm one of them now with the way that my job has evolved. I sit for long periods of the day working on the computer, editing videos and writing notes and answering emails, things like that. So, you know, when that time just gets sucked away, as most people listening know, you sit in front of the computer and the next thing you know, it's hours. Yeah. So when you want to begin that exercise program so that you're feeling better all the time, you need to realize that sitting for long periods of time is, isn't great. And there's super, really simple things that you can do in the beginning. For instance, set a timer so that you're not sitting for more than 15 minutes at a time. Seriously, just set a timer. When it goes off, it doesn't mean you have to stop working, but stand up, move, move your body in different ways, really simple desk exercises, and you're going to feel better. You're going to be more productive. It's a really easy way to just make sure that your body is getting some movement in during the day. And then I think we were talking, uh, you're, you're talking about people who are, you know, are, we're probably all at the top or near the top of whatever whatever they were doing physically. So um, if they were in the military, if they were on a sports team, they were, you know, at the top. And our mindset is that when you are going to get back into exercise, you think that you're going to go back and do what you were doing when you stopped. And that's where that's what you want to be. So that's what you're going to do. And it, it won't work. You're either going to get injured or get frustrated, be too sore, all of the things that um, will sabotage your efforts. So you need to think, how do I begin to move and feel good and also look forward to it? And the best thing to do is to put yourself, I mean, you know, we're talking, I bet everybody listening is kind of the type A. They want to get things done. You know, that's, I think the people we're talking about or in Homeland Security driven. And um, so you need to make it part, you have to schedule it. So even if you have a 60 hour work week, you've got to schedule some time to get movement in. And my advice, what works for me is you set your alarm 20 minutes earlier. Just start with that. Get your butt out of bed and do some body weight workout for 20 minutes, you know, just so that it's done, then you don't have to think about it the rest of the day. And if you do end up getting a window of opportunity during the day, you can add more in, but begin with just some sort of movement, 20 minutes a day, and then you're going to want to do more. And then you start increasing that. So you get up five minutes earlier, you get up five minutes earlier than that. And, you know, it really makes a huge difference if you start your day with that. Now, that being said, there are a lot of people out there who are not going to get up about 20 minutes earlier. They want that sleep. So then maybe if you're that night person, you do it before you go to bed or before you have your dinner. You make sure at the beginning or end of your day, you discipline yourself. It's all about discipline and consistency. And you get that start amount of movement in and then work from there. 
Well, well, you hit two uh, words that I thought were critical just now, and you talked about consistency and discipline. A lot of the practitioners are very disciplined with their work. Probably not any reason not to transfer it over to themselves. What would you say for a person who's sitting all the time, besides a little bit of movement, constantly working at work, like you'd mentioned, and, and we've talked the 60 plus hour work weeks, people have a lot of family responsibilities and, and other types of demands. But the physical toll of sitting and working all the time, is there any, I don't want to say there's one super exercise, but for me, it was Pilates. Getting into Pilates, it helped my back more than just about anything else I've done. Is there something you would recommend if somebody doesn't have a lot of time, but they could fit in besides their day? And you might have already said it with the body weight movements in the morning. Um, What's your thoughts on that? I think when you're looking at people who sit for long periods of time, you look at the position that your body's in and the movement that you want to do has to do two things. It has to be able to support that position with good posture. And that's why I think you hit the nail on the head when you said that Pilates really helped you because it is focused on proper alignment. It is focused on strengthening the core. So just those things, you know, if you can add and Pilates can be done with and without equipment. So you can do Pilates mat work, which is body weight work, uh, for 20 minutes in the morning. And you're going to be moving your body in all different directions. You're going to be strengthening your core. And it's going to make you more awake. It's better than a cup of coffee in the morning to do a workout. It it just gets you going for the day and you're going to be much more productive. Uh, You know, it's just going to set your day up for success. But Not everybody is a morning person. So if it is, you know, you can check that off the list at the end of the day, you know that you, you know, you just, if you can, you know, if you work in an office and you know, on the way home, there's a gym, doesn't have to be the best gym in the world, but there's a place on the way home that you can just turn into, go in 20 minutes, get it done, whether it's cardio or some sort of a class that you can take where somebody's leading you that knows what they're doing, and then just continue on home. You've got it done before you get home and and before you have your other responsibilities. Or if you go home first, what I've found myself and what I've heard from a lot of clients is that you never get back into the car to go to the gym or you you end up going into your old routine. Um, And what you need to do is break that routine. You have to find a way to incorporate. And everybody's got 20 minutes in a day, whether it's at the beginning, whether it's during your lunchtime, when you can, you know, if you happen to have a gym close by, or if you're lucky enough to have one where you work and you get in there and you get 20 minutes out of your lunchtime to work out. It doesn't sound like a lot, but it's significant if you can start adding that into your day. As far as what to do, Pilates mat is great. There are a lot of people who I'm not I'm not a yoga person, but there are a lot of people who just love yoga and they they love it because it's it's got that mind body component as well. Um, The difference between Pilates and yoga is yoga is static. You're kind of holding stretches or holding holding movements. Pilates is dynamic. You're doing some of the same movements, but you are definitely moving. You're never staying in one place. And that's why I prefer Pilates, because I like the movement aspect of it. You know, if you're a person who you just want to do it at home, you don't want to go to a gym, you don't want to deal with that, there are such great tools that you can get. Tubing takes up no space, and you can do so many things with it. 
a medicine ball, like just simple things that you can have in your house. And there are tons of places, if you don't know what to do, that you can get really quality content online. And, you know, I look up stuff online all the time to give me ideas for what I want to do for my workouts or add into programs that I'm creating. You got to do your research. You got to make sure it's being led by somebody who's qualified. There's really easy ways to do it and not very expensive either. That's uh, well, I think you hit a couple items right there. I wanted to ask you about excuses and the way we rationalize to avoid actually taking action. And you hit on a couple of them and, and creating those 20 minute buffers or on your way home. Do you have any other recommendations that we could get people to get past the excuses they make for themselves and actually just take action and take care of themselves? Yeah. So, you know, I mean, the no time excuse is one that has been in my head, you know, over <laughs> and here I am. I'm sitting at my desk actually creating content for fitness and, and Pilates. And I'll tell myself the story that I don't have enough time to do my own workout. And it's really it's crap. It's um, it's your brain's way of tell of making you not do something that is good for your body, but that mentally you have some sort of block about. So, you know, I think when you break that habit of not exercising and add in the habit of exercising, it becomes a lot easier to make the time to do it, especially if you are consistent with when you're doing it. You make it a part of your day. And that is, you know, that is what you have to do. And a lot of times people say, well, I have responsibilities. You know, I've got to do this work. I've got to take care of my family. And my response to that is at some point, because you're not taking care of yourself, you're not going to be able to do those other responsibilities. Your body will eventually help you make that decision to do something about it. And you don't want to get to that point. You want to be able to be as healthy as you can so that when you're doing your other responsibilities, you're feeling great doing them and you're enjoying doing them. So you have to change the mindset of, I don't have time for myself because it's unhealthy. I really appreciate that response because I've, I've talked to a lot of people, uh, a lot of friends that feel that they need to give and give and give and give. And then I watch how they're starting to deteriorate in their own health or in other aspects of their lives. And it's really easy for me to see that when they're doing it but I really don't notice when I'm doing the same thing. So yeah, yeah hearing you say well, it is really good. Yeah, and you know about that, if you change your mindset and you, and you know that what you're doing for your own health is actually going to benefit those around you, you're not just doing it for yourself. You're doing it for them as well. So as far as family goes, they want you around and as long as possible and as healthy as possible. So if they see that you're taking care of yourself, you know, they feel better. They aren't nervous about the fact that you put on weight or whatever it is. You're, you're taking some of the stress off of them. And you're also setting a really good example for the people around you. You know, I think it's our responsibility to lead by example. That gets me into the gym when I'm having one of those days where I'm too busy. And then I turn around and say, okay, but people are going to be watching you and you need to look the part. So I think that's part of it. And, and it sounds like in the business that you're in, you want to look the part as well. So you want to look healthy. You want to look vibrant. You want to look strong. 
um, those things are going to credit you over time. So what do you see if we continue on the current path that we're on, the, the maintaining the status quo of, of so many people being so busy that they can't take time to take care of themselves? What's the bigger picture here? Well, you know, I think it's, you can see it, right? Uh, you can see that we're getting bigger. You can see that we're less healthy. Um, you can see that we're not taking care of ourselves. And I think, you know, that there, there, it is one of the things that makes us less safe as a country. Um, because I think if you look back in history and you look at the Greeks and the Romans, this pretty much the same thing happened to them. They got complacent. They weren't taking care of their bodies. Their standards fell and they, were, they weren't able to defend themselves. And, and I think that's a really, you know, when you look at this kind of global thing that's happening, we are getting soft and it's not a good thing. Don't think I could agree more with you. John, I wanted to thank you for the time you've taken today to talk with me and inform our listeners. But how can people find out more about you or the things you're involved with? Oh, sure. Well, thank you for that. We have our online business, which is called John Gary TV, and it's johngarytv.com. You know, there's a lot of workouts on there that, you know, if, you, if you're interested, it, it's one of those sites, I think, where you can get on there and you can look up, I need a 10-minute workout, I need a 15-minute workout, 20-minute workout, body weight or weights. I offer both fitness and Pilates on there. So I hope that some people will take advantage of it. And if you do, I'd love to hear from you. Well, and that's great. Well, that's great. I do appreciate it. And actually, that, that's a really nice way for people to start today take their 20 minutes earlier in the morning or evening and do it from home. They can easily, they're right there, there's somebody who's uh, respected and educated in this field and uh, they can jump right on and, and start working out. So again, John, I really appreciate you and I appreciate the work you do. Thank you for your time today. Thank you, Frank. I appreciate it. So there you have it, John Gary. What I found most interesting with this conversation is the simple approach John lays out to get moving and experience better overall health and fitness. We all know the right foods to eat or not. We know we, we should be moving, stretching, and pushing ourselves to keep strong and fit. But too often we allow ourselves to just push it off, you know, just one time, then another, and eventually, well, you get the picture. I'm not saying anything most of us don't already know. But I do speak from my own struggles in regaining my health from years of placing work and family first while remaining unintentional when it came to me. I'm down nearly 50 pounds from where I had gone. Getting up in the morning no longer hurts. Thoughts are clearer and more well-defined. And overall, I'm happier. And I wish the same for you. So please, schedule time for you. Improve your overall health and fitness. For yourself, your family, and for the incredible work you do in protecting our great country. There are several available apps for your phone, books and articles on the subject, and various research and studies. One that you may find interesting is the impact of obesity on national and homeland security. This is a thesis written by Daniel O'Connor from cohort 1201-1202. And as always, one last request. If you enjoyed this episode or any of our previous, share our show with your friends and peers. If you would, also leave a review and subscribe. This way, each time we release an episode, it will be ready for you. And with that, I'm Frank Foreman, your host, and until our next episode, take care.